Cosmic and you're listening to Base Agenda. Hi, how you doing? Welcome to Base Agenda. Three hours of power for you this week. First half of the show is going to be dedicated to talking to and listening to Kim Cosmic, UK producer, DJ, promoter, podcast host, you name it, she does it and she's been doing it a long time in various guises, various different parts of the electronic scene, and on a bit of a mission at the moment, releasing her version of Broken Beats and Electro. Second part of the show, going to spend about an hour, maybe an hour and a half, looking at promos, new stuff that's caught my attention, new stuff I've been sent, loads of great stuff in there, brilliant new remix from the Exaltics, new Zeta Reticula, new Jackal and Hyde, everything from frantic industrial stuff to low BPM, mellow, electro track we're sitting on top of right now is from Kim Cosmic's forthcoming EP due out in uh, November I believe on Ralph Lawson's 2020 Vision label great EP, we'll be checking another track from that a bit later on, this track's called Drifting, after this Kim's going to tell you what she's up to and we'll get to know her a little bit better, some great rave nostalgia later on in her selections too enjoy it
in terms of online stuff, I have a regular show with Threads Radio, which is once a month, or every four weeks, um, on a Thursday between uh, 9 and 11 p.m. Uh, so that's a regular show with Threads. Um, that goes off the back of doing my hybrid events, which started last year. Basically, we were supposed to be doing some events in the venue in Hastings and in London as well. And then we had lockdown and uh, friends, um, I was thinking about doing an online audio visual event to kind of mark, just to, to keep doing the party, but online obviously. And then um, my friend Ed um, suggested Threads because he was about to organize an event with, with them as well. He does a night called Zolo and I'm part of that as well. It's more like really experimental and coding and that sort of stuff and um so he suggested that and then it just all came together and it was great little focus for everyone to work on a project and get a live set together or dj set together and get the vjs involved and um it's just grown from there so, so it was that and then also techno club off that as well from cisco and what he's doing with their online platform as well so I host a room there once a month at the end of the month, the white room, and I just bring a couple of guests with me each night as well on that. I know Cisco. I mean, I grew up, we both grew up in Shepherd's Bush in West London, and he's married to my mum's mum's very good friends. Um, so it's a small world, but I haven't really seen Cisco for many years because he's always abroad working. You know what I mean? He doesn't really play over here that often. Um, but he lives in Brighton and my mum lives in Brighton as well and you know and um, they're actually neighbours so <laughs> it's like so we know quite well yet so you know they're pre practically kind of family but we've never worked together in that way and he I think from seeing what I was doing with um, hybrid and everything he was like do you want to get on board and that was it yes and then there's obviously lots of other sort of podcasts and bits and pieces that i do for other people but those are the regular things that i've got going on at the moment As a kid, you know, um, from hearing things like I Feel Love by Donna Summer or or Lost in Music by Chic, you know, and then Pink Floyd, you know, um, um, Dark Side of the Moon, all of that sort of stuff as a kid. My parents listened to all sorts of music, so I was quite lucky to hear 
everything from reggae to rock or you know anything and uh but yeah electronic music always grabbed me i think from a young age and then um like early electro and stuff like that as a kid you know break dancing and all that really i was going to be a, a like a dancer that's what i was really into i did a lot of dancing when i was a youngster and um and then i got really into prints and people like Kate Bush and things like that and I thought I wanted to learn how to play guitar and I've been doing that ongoing for the last 30 years <laughs> um, but um, you know I still enjoy it though yeah, I still enjoy it I do play yeah yeah I play a little bit of guitar and stuff but um, and then obviously hearing early Acid House and hardcore and all that um, I thought yeah I want to get into DJing and then then it was like oh I want to make music and it's just a natural project progression I think really it wasn't something I really kind of set out to do as a, as a youngster it just kind of happened you know as I went along you know first of all started going to clubs and stuff when I was a young teenager we used to sneak up to the west end and all that and go to clubs um, when we shouldn't have been <laughs> um, and that was great fun but then really what I suppose, you know, the times of like big fun and inner city and all that, you know, that was really exciting. Um, but then um, I went to my first free festival rave and started hearing like early hardcore and techno all mixed together. And I just loved it because I loved the fact that you had a bit of you know, like the hip hop and you had a bit of the, you know, techno. It was all mixed together and like, that just really excited me basically, yeah. track is Serpent by Kim, taken from the Carebots release from last year. Next up we're going to get into one of her very earliest tracks, recorded under the name Metal Works. Some nice experimental stuff called The Void.
that I made over about a year or something, you know, just learning to make a track. So that was a track. And then, um, and then I didn't really have the money for a studio. I was like hanging out with Chantel. She wanted to make music and DJ as well. This is Blaze from Void. And so she was like, well, if I get a bit of gear and you better get, get a bit of gear, we can sort of set up our own little setup and start a label. So she worked with me on a couple of the other tracks on the album, on the EP. We clubbed together, we got it pressed up and and then just went from there. Christoph from Praxis gave us a hand as well to get us distributed. And I don't know how we got in contact with Ferens. Um, I don't know how that happened. Um, my memory, it doesn't serve me very well. But he was basically like, yeah, I'll put it out for you. I'll get it pressed up and get it on this really lovely thick vinyl and um, we'll distribute it from Holland. And yeah, we went out there. We hung out with him for a while. That was a wicked. And um, yeah, he put it out. You know, it was all like starting to happen about 93, but it didn't come out till 95. <laughs> quite a lot of um, experimental stuff with Matador and um, but that kind of fizzled out after a while because they didn't really know how to market us we weren't getting the gigs that we needed etc um, so we parted company but we were still just starting to work with my friend DJ Damage who um, was working at Alpha Magic with people like Dylan and Friction he was like come and make some tracks with me let's make some tracks and that's one of the tracks and we put out about two EPs with him as Circuit Breaker so it was me Chantel and him and um, they had a really nice studio and uh, so it was great fun working there actually What's up, y'all? This is Paris the Black Fool of the Detroit Grand Poobahs, and you're listening to Bass Agenda.
and um, yeah, that that did really well actually. That's that kind of sold out a couple of runs. I think about a thousand copies or two thousand or something. Um, a few DJs were playing it and stuff back in the day. Yeah, to go into Bar Rumba and hear Ray Keith dropping that track. It was yeah, that was pretty awesome actually. Yeah, that's a good memory. That's a good little notch on the bell, I suppose. <laughs> playing with Spiral Tribe and stuff, I was DJing. I was also looking at learning, going to um, the School of Audio Engineering, but I couldn't get a, um, I couldn't get a um, sponsorship for that, or whatever the word was, or scholarship for it, and I couldn't afford to do it. And uh, my dad knew this guy who turned out to be um, a guy called Jose, who ran bus space studios in Labrick Grove, and he had quite a lot of big artists base there that was later on that was after me but before he used to have a studio in his flat he had an sh101 he had a, a ms20 had it all he had the jda 800 had a good analog desk so i basically learned on cubase and like the traditional sort of first analog setup you know yeah so that's why i did a, i did a few courses there it was like literally like once or twice a month nothing major but it was kind of like the basics to get me kind of thinking, yeah, I want to do this a bit more. And then afterwards, joining Spiral Tribe, um, you know, DJing and then seeing them setting up their studio and starting to like release stuff. That was hugely inspiring. Definitely. I was about eight, 17, 17 to 18.
just after setting up my Cyber Soul label, I did a sort of vocal album as my first release on that label. It's a sort of new project I wanted to start up on Bandcamp. Um, basically wanting to do uh, something where I could do basically anything I wanted musically on there. So it's, there's no kind of genre to what I put out on Cyber Soul. Um, and um, Soul in the Machines my second album I've done for that label and um, I guess I, Nerva Ray um, for me was I, what I thought was my most accomplished track on the album I guess um, and uh, yeah just kind of I suppose growing up on stuff like Laurie D and Leo Annabaldi and stuff like that um, I was kind of carrying on that tradition a little bit in that sound and uh, yeah I'm just quite happy with that track and um, it was really nice that Plaid played it on one of their mixes as well and uh, yeah it was just a good memory and uh, you know a good moment for me I guess. for another track from uh, Kim Cosmic's new EP coming out on 2020 Vision later in the year. This is probably my favourite track actually. Nice brutal stuff called Nocturnal. Are you down with the underground? underground. 
sometimes I'll have a specific idea of a melody or a bass line or a rhythm or a theme or I'll, or I'll just be messing around with a sound or a sample or a synth and it will inspire me to build the track around that. Um, so that's usually, I mean, it's such a mixture. It can be, it could be anything. Sometimes I'll sort of have a beat in my head and try and like spit it into my phone and then run home and try and tap it down and things like that. Um, it could be anything really. Um, there is no, I don't have a specific kind of way of making a track. Um, I think there's so many different ways you can come into making a track. There's probably a million and one ways and uh, I guess I want to try try as many as possible I suppose <laughs> unintentionally well sometimes it, it's I think like, I think when you hear a track in your head you hear a whole sort of symphony and you hear thousands of instruments and you know there's no way you're gonna create yeah you're never gonna create recreate that unless you've got an orchestra or something you know what I mean and um, you're always gonna have a kind of diluted version of that in your head that's going on in your head but sometimes you do sometimes you make a track and you go actually more than I thought and it's actually better than I thought so it can work both ways I think you know I just think it's you know it, I think a lot of um, creating music is about um, getting the initial ideas down quickly and then just spending a bit of time doing the polishing up I don't want anyone to find my phone because it's really not going to be great. <laughs> Did they hear all those voice messages in there? <laughs> Deep Space Radio. release on Science Cult. I'm a huge fan of Science Cult, they're an amazing label um, and for them to put a track out was awesome and um, I've just got a lot of great feedback about that track and um, yeah I feel like um, my production level had kind of gone up a little bit of a notch with this track as well. I've got a new studio set up now and yeah, I feel like I'm kind of becoming more accomplished as a producer. Sounds really serious, but... <laughs> <laughs>
nice track this one glimmer of hope next up we're going to check out kim's influences nice varied stuff some very cool rave memories in here for those who are around for those underground parties back in the 90s too how do you do i'm going to chat with you about getting friendly with music only you can decide that a piece of music is more than something for today It endures. Music you want to hear. It's that rare quality which pleases when one first hears and pleases more and more as one grows familiar with it. The only difference between this and some other listening time spent with purely pop recordings is that you could listen to this oftener. And right here, here I'd like to mention the gentleman who has done so much to help me get friendly with music. Me and thousands and thousands of other people. Right, right here, let's listen to what I mean. Um, I think that's when I really started to pay more attention to him as an artist and to make me think, yeah, I really am into music and I'd love to make music and to play the guitar and stuff like that. So it was just a, that whole album, nine, even 1999 as well, was very inspiring, but... Um, that just stands out as a track where I thought, yeah, I want to buy it. I think I remember sort of that week or something going to buy my guitar or whatever. Dig if you will the picture of you and I engaged in a kiss. The sweat of your body covers me. Can you, my darling, can you picture this? Dream if you can, a courtyard, an ocean of violets in bloom. Animals strike curious poses They feel the heat, the heat between me and you Just need me standing Alone in a world that's so cold Maybe I'm just too demanding Maybe I'm just like my father Too bold, maybe you're just like my mother She's never no bass in it it's just a percussive it, yeah it's classic it's weird because he kind of made me want to be a guitarist but I also thought I'm never going to be as good so what the hell am I doing <laughs> Father, to 
is Radioactive Man. You're listening to Base Agenda on Deep Space Radio. mix it all up you know I never really liked when the scene went techno or drum and bass or this or that I loved it when it was hardcore and it was all melded together in one big thing and you could have your own flavor within it and then then you had like the experimental scene which tried to come in but because techno and drum and bass were so massive at that time didn't really get much of a look in until maybe like now really you know 10 20 years later but um for me it was always like i like to you know all the fusion of different things together you know and and people as well you know Let me hit. 
this was a seminal track, I think, in hardcore drum and bass at the time. When it came out, it was kind of the first jungle kind of track, one of the first jungle tracks. And it was that blend of using sort of house chords with a breakbeat, which was so exciting to me at that time. Because I was listening to early house and techno and acid and stuff, but I also I came from the breakbeat and electro kind of childhood. And it was that kind of fusion of hip hop and techno that I loved. And for me, that was just a hugely exciting track. I remember when that was played, it was round about 10 times. It was a massive, massive tune, and uh, yeah, I think it changed a lot of people's lives, not just mine.
again, um, another for me, like a milestone track when I was playing hardcore and I started to think that it was getting a bit um, formulaic and then stuff like that came along, which was like industrial and breakbeat as well and futuristic and it was just like a, the next step up to um, for me in terms of moving forward with with the new kind of ray sound and stuff like that so because I was always looking for something new and exciting and that just for me blew my socks off basically and I was like yeah definitely like this sort of stuff yeah so got into Apex big time and all that so yeah Kim's going to tell you about her time with the legendary Spiral Tribe. I worked with them until about maybe 95, but like as they when they moved to Europe, I kind of was torn whether to go off and work with them or stay back with family and all of that and do what I was doing here. And also I really liked the racing in England and I wanted to sort of stay here and be part of that. But um, then that, then I started working with Betty Sound System afterwards because they were still kind of in London. So I did quite a few things with them for a while. And, um, but then even that kind of fizzled out quite a bit. And then I kind of moved more into the drum and bass scene because for me, that was where the exciting parties were going on and there was a really good scene there. And the music was obviously really good as well. But um, for me, that was what, was happening over here at that time really so but um so yeah spirals went to europe and i kind of lost contact that was you know didn't really have numbers or e internet or anything back then yeah we managed to go back to do a technical technical a, a couple of years later i think 97 and stuff but um 
yeah, I wish we'd spent a bit more time in Europe um, later on in the 90s. But um, times were tough back then and uh, we were kind of marooned in England for a while. <laughs> there are some dark pages in the history of the white man's dealings with the Indian. And many parts of the record are stained with the greed and avarice of those who have thought only of their own profit.
there it's when they were starting to make that track um, again hugely inspirational to me um, I went to see them at their squat in I think it was West Hampstead or Kilburn I think it was Kilburn actually and they were talking about what to do for this you know making some tracks and any ideas for tracks and I said oh you know I really think it'd be a great idea to sample like some Kate Bush because I was really into Kate Bush even then even through the rave scene I was like listening to Kate Bush and I'd like you know you should you should sample like Waking the Witch or Hounds of Love record you know and they did and um, they used it and it sounded wicked and that was just like I, I was like yeah I really enjoy doing this this is a great you know I want to do this and like a few people threw in some ideas and like Sebastian and Simon kind of put it all together you know because they we, none of us knew how to use a studio really at that time you know they were just and they were still just sort of learning themselves do you know what I mean so uh, it was really like um, but it was so exciting because once you saw that they could just set it up and start doing it it was like yeah I could do that as well and you know I don't think I would have maybe taken that leap forward if I hadn't seen that process so so yeah it was hugely inspiring for me to want to start up my own label and start producing a bit more seriously. back in the day there those of you who listen to the show regularly know I also ask our guests to pick a couple of tracks from the last year or so that have really blown them away by other artists so next up we go back to Carebots actually with uh, Will Webb's track the absolutely devastating Injection
Um, for me, it's a, it's a monster of a track. It, it's like a blizzard of sounds. I just love it. It's just uh, brilliant. It kind of combines sort of broken tech with electro. Yeah, that's why I like it. It's just um, it's an unusual electro track. I like it a lot. Played that quite a few times. It's very much got a sort of hammer horror vibe about it, hasn't it? I don't know what it is. It's this sort of synth line in it. <laughs> uh, one of one of the many highlights on the Carebots release. In fact, you know, all of the tracks on there is brilliant, are brilliant. So, and as a DJ, I mean, you know, I go back to that compilation a lot. And most mixes has got a Carebots in it somewhere. It, if anyone wants to know about electron electro, then it's definitely the go-to release I would say and I'm not just saying that because I'm talking to you now <laughs>
Another recent track here chosen by Kim Cosmic that's really impressed her. Really cool stuff from Marco Bernardi. Track called Junkie Bastard. <laughs> Next up, final track for part one of the show. Then we're going to dig into the promos and check out some other recent stuff from other artists. Fleck ESC. Tracks called Grassland, the Kim Cosmic remix, out on Woodwork Recordings. stuff coming out on science cult later on in the year um got a remix of a fleck track coming out on woodwork at some point later on in the year and so yeah a few releases coming up we've got a hybrid compilation album coming up which is going to be for touch music for cancer for macmillan cancer Um, we've got some amazing artists on that so the hybrid roster plus a few special guests something to mark a great year um, for the hybrid crew and sort of give back and do something for charity so so like a mini care box <laughs> that's going to come out at the end of september he's a, he's a he, yeah hugely inspir- inspiring as well and he must work so much so hard because the amount of output he has is awesome really yeah i think i've got yeah i've got something coming out on one of his compilations as well soon and there's also um, ADJ's Pyramid Transmissions have got a compilation coming up with us on as well. So there'll be lots of really exciting releases coming up. venue that I had booked for last year I'm going to try and get something I'm kind of like 
I haven't a little bit written this year off, but now I've sort of got people prodding me about maybe doing something, maybe towards the end of the year, October or November. Um, maybe sooner if someone can twist my arm. But because of all the music projects going on at the moment, I don't want to bite off more than I can chew as well. So I'm probably going to put that off for a couple of months. But yeah, hoping to start doing like a regular event again. And, and we were planning to do some in London as well. So hopefully that will happen, but probably not till next year. Yeah. I can't imagine for a lot of the big promoters, it's going to be a cheap exercise either with all the extra precautions and everything else they've got to take so um, I guess you know I think really you know leave the big guys to get on with it for a moment and see when, once the dust settles where we can go from there but in the meantime at least we've got the um, you know online events and we're keeping busy that way and a lot of releases are still going out which is really good as well so there's still a lot of supporters and people that are still buying music and supporting you know the online events and stuff so you know you've got to say props to all those people out there like keeping it alive Love and thanks out to Kim Cosmic for taking part in Base Agenda. Make sure you keep an eye on her. Check out all those projects that she mentioned earlier in the show. Some great releases in the pipeline too. Going to dip in the promo box now, check out some new stuff. Going to kick off with Rabbit in the Moon, Raver Girl, Jacqueline Hyde's Electro Core Adrenaline Remix. A worldwide voice in electronic and dance music. Deep Space Radio. DeepSpaceRadio.com Thank you. 
Helena Hauf und ihr hört Base Agenda Radio.
catch up for you then. After Rabbit in the Moon, we had The Bandit, a track called Ronson, then into Kerry with Swarm, then into a debut release from Carmelo Panenti, a track called Spectral Evidence, really cool techno track that one, then into something nice and spacey by Space Project, International Problem, really nice uh, AUX88 remix on that EP2, go check that one out. And in the next section, we're going to slip back into Electro. Something forthcoming from uh, Zeta Reticula. Thanks to him for sending it over. I believe this is going to be uh, first in a series of a theme running through a few tracks, particularly the speech element. We'll find out what I mean in a second. Keep Electro on your agenda at facebook.com slash base agenda. Der Punkt, an dem die verschiedenen eingedonischen Signale zusammenkommen, um sicherzustellen, dass der Organismus sich potentieller Bedrohungen bewusst ist. Ein eingedonisches Signal ist eine verbeugende Botschaft in Bezug auf Vergnügen oder Schmerz. Wir haben das eingedonische Signal gefunden. Seien Sie sich einer möglichen Bedrohung bewusst. Thank you. 
this is Jensen Interceptor, and you're listening to Base Agenda.
one by Gilbert, a track called Birds of Paradise. Not a particularly new track, actually, but uh, Owen at Innate Records sent it over, along with some other stuff. I'll be playing another track from uh, that label a bit later on. Beautiful track, Birds of Paradise. Before that, we had Gravidad Sinetica. No doubt I've pronounced that wrong. Tracks called Guitar Monster. Those are two words I can say. Before that, we had Redale Rise, a track called Coral. Before that, Terrestrial Access Network, a track called Distant Lands. Before that, we had Roy, R-O-I, a track called Krunya. That was the Exaltics remix, nice one. Then uh, we had, uh, before that, Captain Mustache with Turbulon Nocturna. Uh, that features Dave Clark on uh, vocals. And then before that, a great track by uh, Armek, made even greater by Hard Floors remix, a track called Caged. Next up, going to change the vibe a little bit, get into some funky stuff, kicking off with Beat Processor, track called She's a Dime. You're listening to Deep Space Radio. Bye. 
sack, laid up in a cul-de-sac. What's up? This is DJ Assault, the undisputed king of booty, and you're rocking with Face Agenda. Deep Space Radio.
quick catch up for you. We're up at the heavy end again. But before that, we heard Beat Processor with She's a Dime, followed by Dub Parade with Two Vox. Then uh, Detroit's Filthiest with Space Invaders. Then into Little Miz 313 Porno Sex, produced by uh, the main man, of course, DJ Godfather. Then into something new from Alex Jan, a track called Climb Harness. Make sure you check out uh, RAU's uh, remix on that EP as well. Really cool stuff. Then into Night Flight, a track called Low Voltage. The track we're sitting on top of right now is Jack Point Zeros, the Phantom of the Disco. And coming up next, an absolute belter. Once again, Alavux does it. And this time with the help on vocals from the mighty Dark Vector. A track called Rescan.
is the last track of the show. Gorgeous stuff from Aroy D. Track called Leaked, L-E-E-G-T-E. And uh, before that, we had uh, Oxene, O-X-E-E-N-N. Nice abstract stuff. Track called Quantum. Love and thanks once again out to uh, Kim Cosmic for the interview. Choosing a few tracks for us in part one of the show. Thanks to you guys for listening. As usual, the full show plus the track list will be up to download and stream over the weekend via soundcloud.com slash bassagenda, uh, bassagenda.co.uk and the iTunes feed as well. I'll be back next month with a guest who's uh, already been on this year, funnily enough, uh, Radioactive Man. Very kindly did a great mix for us in uh, January for Base Agenda 200. And he's back next month. Nice, long, in-depth interview and some really cool selections for you. Hope you have a good weekend. Support the artists where you can and take care. Cheers. DJ Digital. Thanks again for checking out Andy on the Base Agenda Show.